Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily in 5 Minutes or Less. My name is Malia. And this is Jose. Episode 137, Joint Heirs with Christ. What opportunities or potential does a king's child have that a servant does not? Think about this as you read together verses 1-7. through seven. What do these verses teach about our relationship with Heavenly Father? Galatians 4, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we are children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, the Savior addressed God in prayer using the Aramaic term Abba, which means Father, or My Father. The Savior instructed His followers that they too were to address God as their Father in Heaven. Paul's statement, We cry Abba, Father, indicates that early Christians followed the Savior's way of addressing God. They may have felt that Father reflected the close, personal relationship they enjoyed with God. Of all the titles that refer to God's greatness, Father is the one he has asked his children to use when calling upon him. Back to chapter 4, verse 7. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. There are some ways in which our covenant relationship with God is like the relationship of a servant to his master. But Paul taught the Galatians that our relationship with God is better understood as that of a child to a father. He declared to the Galatians that being a son in the gospel covenant was far better than being a servant to the false gods they had worshipped before they accepted the truth. In the parable of the prodigal son, the Savior taught that our Father in heaven wants us to be his children in the gospel covenant. The parable teaches that the wayward son believed he had become permanently unworthy to be called his father's son and asked to be his servant, but the father accepted him back as his son. Elder Bruce R. McConkie explained what it means to be joint heirs with Christ. A joint heir is one who inherits equally with all heirs, including the chief heir, who is the son. Each joint heir has an equal and undivided portion of the whole of everything. If one knows all things, so do all others. If one has all power, so do all those who inherit jointly with him. President Dallin H. Oaks of the First Presidency taught that becoming heirs of God means that we become like God. In the theology of the restored Church of Jesus Christ, the purpose of mortal life is to prepare us to realize our destiny as sons and daughters of God, to become like Him. The Bible describes mortals as the children of God and as heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. It also declares that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together and that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. We take these Bible teachings literally. We believe that the purpose of mortal life is to acquire a physical body and, through the atonement of Jesus Christ and by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel, to qualify for the glorified, resurrected, celestial state that is called exaltation or eternal life. Now discuss with your family what is the relationship between you and your Heavenly Father. And that's it for today's episode of Come Follow Me Daily in 5 Minutes or Less. If you've liked this episode and think someone else would too, we would love for you to share it.